0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of In the Kitchen with Cosima. Episode 6, Candy. I like candy. Actually, I don't like that song, but I do really, really like making and eating candy. Candy seems very intimidating as a baking adventure, but with the right equipment, the ability to follow directions, and a lot of patience, anyone can make candy. What do I mean when I say candy? fudge, pralines, caramel. They're all types of candy. Peppermints, lollipops, divinity, nougat, chocolate bars, and toffee. Those are all types of candy that you can make at home. Actually, pretty easily. So some important pieces of equipment, in my very humble opinion, that are really good to have are a really good saucepan, something with a very solid bottom that distributes the heat really easily. Um, A set of wooden spoons, those are really important. Parchment paper, plastic wrap, candy molds, if you're gonna be doing those types of candies where you want like perfect little, cute little pieces of candy, and an accurate candy thermometer. Let me say that again an accurate candy thermometer. The saucepan will make sure that the sugar, water, vanilla mixture, whatever it is, depending on the type of candy that you're making, will be evenly heated. The thermometer will make it so much easier to know when you reach the proper stage. Your candy's fate depends on the proper temperature being reached. Underdone, it won't set properly. Overdone, it won't set properly. Or it might break or crystallize or burn. So many sad things can happen when your candy is not cooked to the proper temperature. Different types of candy will require heating to temperatures that are described as stages. Softball, hardball, crack. Many candies will require low and slow boiling until the temperature reaches that required stage. Once the stage is reached, that's when the real fun begins. Because otherwise, you're really just kind of watching a pot boil. So for some candies, you let it cool until the candy can be shaped. For others, you pour it into molds immediately so it sets into the shape right away. So you do that for like lollipops and the hard candies. For some, you beat the candy mixture until it's a certain consistency. And then you pour it into a pan for cutting later, like fudge, nougat toffee, caramels. Others you pour it out onto a nonstick sheet like pralines or brittle or over other treats like popcorn. The best caramel popcorn requires that you make the candy coating, you pop the corn, then you cover the popcorn, and you bake it in the oven. It makes it crunchy and delicious. Some candies will require them to be cooled completely before you can take those next steps. So like nougat, caramels, and even toffee. So if you're going to make your home Made candies like you think that you're, you know, Whitman's or something, and you want to make a sampler box. You can dip your nougat, your caramels, and your toffee in that tempered chocolate, and you create your own candy box treat. This is a special treat to give for the holidays. People love getting candy, and when they find out it's homemade, it makes that gift that much more meaningful. One year, I did make a sample box of candy for people from work. I made coconut pecan pralines, caramel popcorn, and fudge. I wrapped everything up in little plastic bags and tucked them into cute little boxes and handed them out as gifts. It's fairly inexpensive. I mean, I have most of the ingredients to make candy on hand pretty much all of the time at my house. I'm not sure what that says about me, but I'm sure it says something. So don't be afraid to get that thermometer out and give candy a try. You won't regret it. I mean, you might, but I really don't see how you can regret making candy. So that's it for this time. Next time, we'll talk about savory baking. Think pot pies or roasted chicken. Yes, that's baking. Thanks for joining me on this episode of In the Kitchen with Cosima.